If Reality Check Radio enriches your day and life, support us to keep bringing you the content, voices, perspectives, and dose of reality you won't get anywhere else. Visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate. Here on Reality Check Radio, it's Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Oh my goodness, we're in for a treat. I think this is the first time that we've followed a sister with a brother because no one can forget the Lorraine Moller interview, which is one of my proudest moments, is to interview her and to have her open up to us about what it's like to run a championship marathon. And she took us there. I could feel it. And today we have her wonderful brother, Gary Moller. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Rodney. It's um, a pleasure. You're quite a distinguished family, aren't you? Uh, we're just hardworking, and we think a lot, and we do a lot of study. You do. Um, and do you all get along? I love my brothers and sisters. I absolutely love every single one of them, and every brother and sister has, in their own way, been an amazing contribution to my life. And they give me strength as well. They support me and I support them. Yeah. After all these years. Uh, we make a great team. Yeah. How many brothers and sisters have you got? I've got five brothers and sisters. My goodness. Yeah. That's a big family. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Over a good, a good spread of ages. Um, usually pretty quick, pretty quick pop. Uh, Mum tended to pop them out pretty quickly back yeah. in the days when contraception wasn't quite what it used to, what it is nowadays. Yeah, yeah. How old are you, Gary? I'm seventy. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, Gary, I'm going to introduce you as you're a health person, but it's nutrition as medicine. You take a holistic approach. You've had a background in sport physiology and nutrition, a lot of training, a lot of experience. You yourself are a champion mountain bike world champion, which is amazing. And not just in your age group. You can beat the younger fellas. Well, um, and yes, so I'm the current uh, uh, UCI uh, Masters mountain bike marathon world champion. I'm the back-to-back Olympic distance masters mountain biking world champion. I haven't been, uh, so I'm still defending that, though COVID got in the way. And I'm currently ranked number two in the world in masters cyclocross. And in cyclocross, I'm 10 years unbeaten uh, in the Cyclocross Masters New Zealand Championships. Okay. And when and you're I, ma- sorry? And, and I run pretty well. I'm a, I'm a, not too bad as a runner. Yeah. When you are in the Masters category, what age do you hit Masters in the sport you do? Um, uh, well, it depends on the sport, but from about 35, 40 years of age. And uh, like at the um, UCI... Marathon Masters, I think I came seventh or eighth in the 55 years and upwards. My goodness. Um, so, uh, and, and the, the reason why I'm doing able to do this, Rodney, it's got nothing to do with 
genetics or anything like that. I've just invested smartly, wisely in my health um, through doing the sort of testing that we're going to be talking about today, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just um, start by saying um, this, this whole business of nutritional medicine, the first thing you do, it's like running a business, is you have a set of accounts. You do a stock take. You know where your profit and loss is. You know where your excesses, your shortages, um, imbalances, and your toxicities are within your business. And with uh, modern technology, we can do the same with our bodies. We can peer uh, into our cells and look at the um, profit and loss of what's going on inside our cells. And once we know that, we can then come up with uh, remedies. Um, but without that, hey, nutritional therapies are essentially um, flying blind, stabs in the dark, and usually a waste of time and money. Um, so the first thing you do is you test, then you prescribe. So how do you test someone? Say I turn up at your shop yeah. and I say, look, I think I'm not feeling great. I think I could feel better. What's the first thing you do? Well, um, nowadays there's probably a thousand different tests that you can uh, uh, that that I have, I've got my hands on, but uh, I have one test and one test alone that uh, is the best, and that is the hair tissue mineral analysis. So mm -hmm. when you're choosing that test, you've got to choose the right laboratory, uh, the right protocols, and so on. And I've boiled it down to just a, a couple of um, labs that provide the right. Um, here in New the Zealand? Right technology. No, no, no. You've got to send the samples off to the United States to um, uh, laboratories that have got the technology and are, are able to um, afford to put this sort of stuff in place for us. Yeah. And that is a mineral analysis. Yes. So, um, so of course, minerals are. Uh, well, the, the elements of the universe are what we're made up. You and I, we're just stardust arranged in a very yes. special way, Rodney. Yes. And um, and through modern mass spectrometry, when we take a tissue sample, uh, we can analyse it just like, say, um, the Mars rover uh, uses the same technology to mm. um, look for life on Mars. Well, we can look for life inside your body. Mm. <laughs> And presumably, you yes. take a hair sample because it's easy, but it could be any set of yes. cells. Yes, that's right. Um, so you but, pull a hair and you get the follicle and the cells attached. Well, no, we don't. We don't pull your hair. Um, oh. What we do is we we we're, we're civilized. We cut it, and and oh. what? So it's yeah, the so, hair itself, not the not the little yeah. follicle. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So the so the hair cell is uh, is encased in a uh, waterproof and impervious keratin outer layer, mm -hmm. and so it provides a permanent record of what was um, inside that cell when it was growing inside your body. Oh. So, so we can we can even go right back. For example, Napoleon Bonaparte. We know from uh, analyzing a lock of his hair that he was gradually poisoned over a long period of time by arsenic. So somebody was feeding him arsenic in his, um, in his meals. Okay, that's the assumption. It, was, it, was, it, it wouldn't have been a mistake. It would have been deliberate, you think? No, 
No, uh, no. Um, when it gets up to certain levels, unless he's bathing in a central North Island hot pool here in New Zealand, uh, then it's got to be added. Um, back in those days, arsenic was the poison of choice by disaffected wives um, for knocking off the old man, okay? Mm. Um, but nowadays you can test for it. By the way, I've got the I've got the test results here showing that Far Lap, the racehorse, was given a fatal dose of arsenic really in the 24 hours around the time that um that uh, it died. Okay? My goodness. And that's because hair keeps growing after death. So um so the laboratory was able to take a little bit of um, a strand of uh, Far Lap's uh, hair and prior to death the arsenic levels were such, and then after death, the arsenic levels were different. And uh, there's a, you can see it on the chart, a massive spike in arsenic. So that's the value of hair tissue testing. Now, here's the other thing. Um, uh, organ function uh, can be determined to a degree by the mineral patterns. So, for example, if on a hair tissue analysis, we find calcium is elevated relative to the lie of the land, that can be an indication of poor thyroid function. Because when thyroid function is poor, you get parathyroid gland dominance. And when you have parathyroid gland dominance over the thyroid, then you get a shifting of calcium out of bones into soft tissues. And that will show on a hair analysis as elevated calcium. Mm. But I'll just add another yeah, I didn't point. That. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, for example, another example if somebody has burned out their adrenals, um, the adrenals regulate blood pressure, amongst other things. And it does that by, um, among other things, regulating sodium and potassium in the body. If the adrenals are blown through, say, excessive stress, um, over-exercising, those sorts of things, um, or the presence of toxins like lead, which we'll talk about in a moment, um, is that we will see a depression of sodium and potassium on a hair tissue test. So, uh, so, so that's how... And then, of course, um, the, the really important thing, Rodney is we've got to relate what we see from the hair tissue analysis to the person. So if the person um, is has got a history of, say, stress and exhaustion, and they've got low sodium potassium, if they're tired and they've got aching joints and they're getting arthritic and they've got brain fog and they've got low sodium potassium and high calcium, then that's a really good indication that their thyroid and adrenals are probably needing support. Mm. Okay, so what if, we can. What about gut health? Um, because we understand that having a healthy gut is important, and yes. that modern foods and antibiotics can give us a dysbiosis. How do you pick up a healthy gut or an unhealthy gut? Do you do a poo analysis? Well, uh, we can do, but I seldom do. Mm. Um, when when a person is ill, 
they're not only being stressed physically, but they are often also being stressed financially. So as a responsible health professional, I've got to be very careful that I don't add to the stress by layering test after test after test. Mm-hmm. Um, I I draw on my skills, my 50 years of experience in health to question very carefully, get a good history, and then I order the most appropriate tests. Um, I don't do it the other way around. I'm just uh, throwing a whole lot of tests and hoping that something will pop up. Uh, mm. You know, it's like trawling. No, I need to be a lot more accurate and a lot more specific about um, ordering the testing. Otherwise, we just it's add so to the interesting. I taught myself to fix cars because it was something yeah. I'd always wanted to be able to do. Yeah, and I fixed up a couple of cars, and then. People's cars would give, whenever my cars gave trouble, Hmm. I got to the point where I knew exactly what it was Hmm. because, you know, I knew the car and I knew what it had been through. If someone, because I'm not a mechanic, if someone bought me a car, oh, it's not going well, I wouldn't have a clue. And I found myself having to interrogate them quite deeply about, you know, what they'd be doing in the car, what they'd noticed, what were the, what were the symptoms. And if mm. you got a good account mm. of what had happened with the car, you were ninety percent there in solving the problem. Yes. And you go into a modern shop for a car, and it's just diagnostic tests. And the diagnosis is amazing. It's a mechanical system and which we understand well, unlike a body. A mm. body is far more complex and mysterious compared to a car. But it was just interesting what you say, that the history of that car and what had happened in leading up to the problems, to me, were vital in diagnosing it. And you're saying it's the same for a human being. You have yes. to understand... If they're sedentary, if they're if they're mad, sporting and been over exercising, uh, they've had headaches or not had headaches. All of that adds up to your picture of what is going on, and then you say, "Don't just throw tests at them because every time you do a test, it's a few hundred dollars, or it could be a thousand dollars." Yes, what's a hair test cost? It varies between say one hundred and fifty and about. $200, $300. So that's quite an economical test, right? Oh, um, well, the the really good thing is that um, for the experienced trained practitioner, it is a goldmine of information. Mm. It tells us so much. Now, you mentioned, for example, the gut, right? Now, I mentioned uh, low sodium and potassium. Well, guess what? Sodium and potassium have crucial roles in digestion. And if they are low or if they're excessive or in, uh, if there's too much sodium, not enough potassium, um, then straight away we're going to see digestive issues. Uh, for example, um, you need sodium, sodium chloride, in order to make hydrogen chloride, in other words, hydrochloric acid. If there is a lack of HCl, Uh, sorry, NaCl, in other words, salt, sodium, then you can't make adequate amounts of hydrochloric acid. 
which means digestion is immediately compromised. So if somebody is lacking sodium, they're going to have poor digestion or very likely it'll be contributing to it. Um, hydrochloric acid does a number of things. It hydrolyzes um, minerals, but it also helps to sterilize the food. Um, so if somebody's got poor stomach acid production, then they're likely to develop um, things like yeast or candida infections of the upper digestive tract mm. because it's not being sterilized by the hydrochloric acid. So you've got that. Other things, um, there wouldn't be a New Zealander that hasn't got an issue with zinc. Mm. And uh, you need zinc for the production of hydrochloric acid. So you get all of these things. So when you're looking at a at a head tissue test, um, and again, it's really important to be asking the um, the patient what uh, you've got to get an idea of their signs and symptoms, and you put them together. Uh, presumably, you don't, yeah. Presumably, you can do that over a Zoom call. Uh, we can, but of course, um, the ideal is to have the person sitting in front of you. But yeah. um, Zoom Zoom is good, but um, you know, for certain in certain cases, you really want to have the person okay. sitting there in front of you. Presumably, you'd get the hair test. Yeah, you suggest a protocol, nutrition supplements. Yeah. Then, do you get them back and do another hair test to see that it's improved, or yeah, does it take a long time for the hair to show the gain? Uh. Yes, so what we do is, um, first of all, restoring health in human beings, we're, we've got to think in human years rather than rat or mouse years. Um, it takes time. Uh, you know, uh, we're, um, we, we need to uh, think in terms of months and even years in restoring mm. health. Um, it, it's, it's a very, very gradual process. There's no instant cures, even though people uh, are brought up these days to go for the give me a shot lock. Yeah, you know, the magic bullet, um, you know, mm. socket to me. Um, it just doesn't work that way. Um, the best way to um, improve a person's health through natural therapies, nutritional therapies, is to almost think of it like um, a gardener would. And mm. you you hydroponically dribble the nutrients in in the right amounts you don't just throw a month's worth bang smack onto a plant or what have okay. you you do uh, it talk, gently um you're on rally check radio it's real talk with rodney hyde we're talking to gary moller well this is amazing um by the way through the show how do we get a hold of you gary if someone's listening and saying mm, i'd like to get tested how do they get how do people find you well, they can just Google my name, uh, Gary Moller. And in fact, I've written thousands of articles. So um, they can type, for example, Gary Moller chronic fatigue. Or uh, Google can do it for you. Just type Gary Moller CFS and see what comes up. Okay. CFS for chronic fatigue syndrome. Or Gary Moller for, say, type in um, uh, glandular fever. Okay. Or... Um, fibromyalgia, um, thyroid, um, or oh, adrenals, um, adrenal fatigue. J 
just use Gary Moller and do the search. Otherwise, go to GaryMoller.com. Um, but I have my main website, which has just been commissioned at this very minute, is PrecisionHealthTesting.com. All one word, PrecisionHealthTesting.com, which pretty much says what it's all about. Uh, tell me, should I get my hair tested when I'm feeling uh Yes. Well, or should I wait till I'm feeling unwell? Well, yes. The ideal time to do a, a one of the counting system for your body. Okay. So the ideal time to do it is when things are working well. And it will then give you a baseline. Then, and by the way, nobody's ever perfect. I tell you what, no matter everybody every i've done thousands of these tests um i i was for several years the practitioner educator the support person for uh, one of the laboratories processing all of the testing here in new zealand i got to see every test that was done in new zealand it came across my desk and i worked with um, doctors nutritionists and other health professionals with um, helping them understand and interpret this particular type of test. Now, um, nobody is perfect. We've all got our imbalances, our deficiencies, and so on. So do the test, and then uh, you have that baseline, and then just follow whatever the guidelines are telling you. And then repeat the test after about six months. So you're giving time to provoke a little bit of change. Um, some adjustments, and uh, for ex I will get onto the lead thing soon. Yes. But, um, uh, and then you repeat the test, and then do it about once a year or once every two or three years. Or if there's been a significant change in health, then wait about two or three months, then repeat the test. Because remember, it's a forensic test. It's looking yes. at what's happened after the event yes. okay it's like napoleon bonaparte yeah. we picked it up after far lap we picked it up after okay i found your webpage precisionhealthtesting.com so thank you for that because i've always gone to your blog spot and enjoyed your blog um presentations gary should children have a baseline test to work from for later in their life Yes, every baby upon being born should have the test done. As soon as you can get a lock of hair, mm -hmm. then a test should be done. And it will show uh, nutritionally uh, what parents need to do uh, wow. to ensure that they have the healthiest of children. And um, children, as, as you know, are especially vulnerable to toxins like lead, cadmium, arsenic, aluminium, and so on, which are uh, present in the uh, environment. And their tiny little uh, organs, liver, kidneys, and so on, uh, are not as good as yours and mine at clearing these toxins. So, uh, yes, repeat, uh, do the test in a child, um, particularly if there are um, health issues, learning disabilities, behavioural problems, and so on. Mm. Um, okay. Does I'm a bit short on hair on my head. Would hair on my forearm do? Uh, 
Yes, it, it, it will work. Um, you could always try and grow something there, Rodney. I'm sure it's fertile <laughs> territory. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, usually we'll go for pubic hair uh, okay. afterwards. Yes. Um, so Because? Um, well, um, usually it's more abundant. <laughs> okay. Because you need quite yeah. a – just one strand is not enough. No, one strand is definitely not enough. No, ah, okay. no, there's it's um it's not the um it's the weight of hair or the amount of hair that's important for the laboratory to do a assay. Okay, well I'll post you some of my but, pubic hairs in the morning. Well, uh, well, uh, what I'll do first, uh, Rodney, is that if you're going to do the test, is we will send you the forms and the instructions on how to take it. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. funny. I just Yeah, don't just I, don't just send me uh, your pubic hair in the mail. Okay? Yeah, I, I don't oh, want to. We got to get off this topic. Now. No. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> lead. Yes. We had a talk on here shocking about mm. the prevalence of lead. Tell us yes. about lead. Uh, well, um, uh, where do I start? Well, first of all, um, we thought that taking lead out of paint and lead out of petrol uh, basically solved the problem. It certainly hasn't. Uh, I think uh, lead as an as a health issue is as common as it ever was, and it may in fact be more of a problem these days, partly because um, there is a there are nutritional deficiencies that make a person more vulnerable to lead. Now, I'll, I'll start by saying, uh, just going back a little bit, Rodney, everything in the universe is yin-yang, black, white, hot, cold, positive, negative, male, female, um, right down to the subatomic level, okay? If there's light, there must be dark. If there is matter, then there must be antimatter, even if we haven't found it. Um, everything in the universe works as balancing. Even politics, you have uh, you have your conservatives and then you have your liberals. If you have too much conservative, not enough liberal, or vice versa, you end up with a dictatorship, okay, and so on. Everything in the universe is in a balance. So when we're looking at um, the nutrients and toxins in the human body, um, everything balances. So lead has its antagonists and synergists, things that um, uh, help to push lead out of the body. And if that is deficient, and I'm thinking of things like selenium and zinc, for example, and magnesium, if they are lacking in the, in the diet, in the body, and somebody is exposed to lead, then you have less protection against the, uh, the lead uh, coming into your body and staying in your body and oh getting, my up goodness. To bad, getting up oh to my no goodness. good. Yeah. yeah, so you tend to think of it as being an external thing, and it is, but also your internal uh, health as an ability to deal with the lead is yes, exactly. the, a big part of the picture. Yes. Um, so, um, look, we are, they're, they're adding chemicals, like I think about a thousand new chemicals every year to the environment that our bodies never, you know, a hundred years ago, we were never exposed to any of these things. And um, and also we've bought things like lead and arsenic and cadmium and so on, which are, have been sequestered and deep in the earth and the, and the rock and so on. And we've extracted them and put them into the biosphere. Um, it's in, they're in the food chain. Mercury, 
Um, it's a huge problem. Mercury, oh my God. If you think lead's a problem, let's talk of time, okay? Um, and over the 20 years or so that I've been doing the testing, I'm watching mercury go up, not down. Okay, we've got rid of amalgams, but the mercury's going up. And that's because the mercury is in the marine food chain. So when you eat fish, you are inevitably getting a dose of mercury. And it shows on a hair tissue mineral analysis. Now, if somebody is lacking zinc, for example, and there's virtually no zinc in processed food, then one of the key protectors against lead, cadmium, mercury, for a start, and arsenic, is zinc. And if zinc is lacking, then we don't have any protection or our protection against those toxic metals is uh, very poor. And, and if um, you pick up with your hair tissue analysis, mm. you pick up, say, lead and mercury yes. and arsenic, and you can also pick up the zinc. And yes. so it's a huge diagnostic tool. Yes. And and uh, so if we think of a child, um, zinc, let, let's just talk about zinc, but look, it's a lot more complicated. Yeah, than, no, I get that. Yeah, sorry. At, yeah, all the minerals work together uh, uh, like the most incredible orchestra. And and by the way, think of um, lead and cadmium, and that is sort of like, well, I'm, I'm mixing metaphors, but jokers in the pack. Okay, yes. they come in from from uh, they come in from the side and they destroy everything. They yes. interfere. They they affect the way that that orchestra works. Um, now, um, but let's just think about zinc. Now, zinc is critical for growth. It's critical for child development. It's critical for the development of the brain. Um, uh, zinc deficiency is associated with um, ADHD, autistic behaviours, um, uh, because of its role in um, in, uh, in neurological development. It's essential for growth, for just being tall. It's essential for the production of um, particularly the male hormones. It's essential for the development of the sex organs in women for the maturing of ovaries and for young uh, for men to be well developed downstairs. Okay. By the way, farmers know these things better than uh, perhaps most nutritionists, right? Mm. Because mm -hmm. they they understand all about this kind of the relationship between soil minerals and the health of their animals, including reproduction, uh, fertility, etc. So um, if there is a uh, so zinc is required for growth and all these things that um, a young child is. Um, uh, trying to do from birth or before birth even, and um, if there isn't adequate amounts of zinc, there's going to be problems. Um, now, think of the modern diet. Noodles, rice, chicken, righto? Eh? Um, uh, what was... Now, you're into gardening, Rodney, right? Mm -hmm. eh? um, you'll know that if you're a farmer... Uh, sorry, if you're, a, if you're a gardener, the most important things is you put lime... Uh, Nitrogen, potassium, and phosphorus, okay, NPK, righto? And, and that makes your plants grow like crazy, righto? But um, you are what you eat. So when you are feeding your family, if you're growing, uh, sorry, if you are feeding them food that was grown primarily with NPK and a little bit of lime thrown on, but what about all the other trace minerals mm -hmm. um, being absent? 
what do you think your children are getting? Mm. Okay. And, They're not and, getting much at all. And it's, you raised an interesting point. Presumably if I'm a farmer with sheep and cattle, yeah. I'm testing my soil for trace minerals yes. as well as NPK. Hmm. But if I'm a market gardener, I'm not worried about trace minerals. I'm just wanting a nice-looking lettuce. Exactly. And uh, traditionally, what we did was we uh, we composted. Uh, yes. we, we collected seaweed and yes. so on. Um, and... And crops, we rested the land, and yes. so on. Whereas now, with modern agriculture, we can just grow the same thing year after year after year, righto? And if there's a problem with weeds and that sort of thing, you just um, you just bomb it all with Roundup and so on. So um, the soil well, is not the way it used to be. Now, let's imagine this: mm. uh, taking lead, presumably. If I have a worry that my kids have been exposed to lead because they've been in an old house and mm. et cetera, et cetera, and there were lead like windows and whatever. But what you're saying is you should get a hair test analysis, even if that's not so, because yes. you might be surprised what's picked up. Yes. Have you ever had a someone come through your system or a child come through your system and you look at their hair and you think, oh, perfect? Never, never. Um, there's always, uh, Rodney, we can all, all of us, we can always do better. But certainly wow. what, what really does disturb me when I test children in particular is how nutrient depleted children are today. Now, uh, the way of thinking of it, look, um, you know, I mentioned, you know, chicken, rice, um, wheat, those sorts of um, foods that are pretty much staple today. Um, think about the nutrient content of those. Beyond the protein and the carbs, there's not much else to really go on about. They are nutrient depleted. So think of it as like, again, being a keen gardener, Rodney, um, would you try to grow your vegetables in that in sandy soil, in soil which was just sand, okay, you desert soil. Okay, ask a question is to answer it, isn't it? I know, and and yes, and yeah, they'll grow, but they'll be weak and spindly and watery, and they will have no resistance to every disease and parasite that uh, lands on them. Okay, and think of what you're doing with your children. Why is it? that since the 1960s, the health of our children has declined. Right, eh? New Zealand used to be God's own. After, after World War II, they invested in the basics of health, and by the 1960s, we were amongst the healthiest people in the world. Now, that's, think of, um, well, Rodney, look, um, yeah, yeah, we start off talking about my brothers and sisters. We are products of the investment in child health, the basics of nutrition. Think of like we had the the school milk program. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I've got my um, my plunket. Yes, um, indeed. 
I've, I've got it here. And um, and the Plinkett nurse at a year and a half, when I was a year and a half, she recommended, I've got it, it's in writing, um, brains, um, liver, uh, diced brains, liver, kidney, and tripe um, with flaked fish and ground beef. Okay? That's what my mother was told by the Plunkett nurse to feed me because I was missing my growth um, projections. Okay? That is amazing. amazing. That is amazing. Because when did I you got... last? Yeah, when did you last feed those to your children, yeah. Rodney? Yeah, I got my Plunkett book out some years ago <laughs> when yeah. I was got interested in nutrition, and it had brains and liver in it as standard. Yeah, feed, feed that baby brains and liver. Look, if they put that in a Plunkett book now, mothers would report them to the authorities. Yeah. Well, Rodney, when I when I when I'm looking at you, what yeah. I see is a as a very strong boned individual and no doubt strong willed as well. Okay, and you're you're the product of um, your that nutrition blanket. and your upbringing, mm. and and it starts you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. And no, no, there, I, there's, I, there's I, some I, simple principles. If you want to build muscle, you eat steak and you work mm. out. Okay. Um, if you want strong bones, well, you have bone broths mm. and so mm. on. If you want beautiful hair, skin, and nails, you have collagen and so on. Uh, you are what you eat. And I guess, um, hey, if you want if you want good brains, you eat brains, <laughs> uh, maybe. Um, Tell me. You've got, yes. Keep going. Sorry. Tell me I'm interrupting you rudely. I apologize, but uh, it, it's so interesting. So the response to the hair test Mm. is a tweaking of the diet. Yes. So the first thing that we do, the reason, um, so of all the testing, my usual, well, I had it, I mentioned that there's just this amazing proliferation of tests provided by all kinds of laboratories. Now, the, the real challenge for a health professional is to decide what are the best tests. Uh, we can't, um, yeah, um, we we can be an expert in everything, but a master of none, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and my dis- I had to make the decision of all the tests that are available, I can't be an expert in the whole damn lot, or at least I can't master them. Um, so I had to choose the ones that best suit the work that I do. And the hair tissue mineral analysis is like a a good old tool that's been around long enough. I've done so many of them. I've done so many courses that I know it back to front. I don't even have to look at the figures. I just need to eyeball the charts and I can figure them out right away. Mm-hmm. And um, whereas if I go and try and do this test and that test and that so on and so on, um, I'll not only confuse myself, but I'll confuse my patients, and I'll probably give them bad advice. Um, so I think of the hair tissue testing as my good old reliable basic accounting system that I've used for years, and I know every little, um, uh, every I know all the nooks and crannies, and um, and the and also where you can get it wrong. Mm-hmm. And I know it, okay? 
though I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Um, yeah. And presumably when you see the patients or the customers mm. come to see you, your clients, you might even look at them and have a fair idea and knowing what you know about New Zealand yep. and its diet, you might have a fair idea what you're going to find because there'd be patterns, right? A, a very wise um, and probably one of the best orthopaedic surgeons in New Zealand ran a workshop for uh, me and my employees um, many years ago. And he 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 cautioned us about you don't just uh, if somebody comes in with this complaint or that complaint, you don't just order a whole lot of tests. What you do is you look and you listen, you ask the right questions, and you create a history. You listen. Was there a popping or a tearing? Did it give way suddenly? Did it swell immediately or over 24 hours? You ask those sorts of questions, and you look at it, and you palpate, you touch, um, and then you order the most appropriate test to confirm what you suspect is going on like or it will provide a differential like scenario that. or diagnosis. You don't just throw tests at people. What mm. you do is you do exactly what you were, um, you're, you're talking about, Rodney. You look and you listen mm. and you get, and the person will tell you, you will learn. So um, then you let's, let's say mm. you test someone mm -hmm. and it comes back typically short on zinc. Yeah. What would you then suggest? Well, it's not quite so straightforward because we then have to ask uh, why th there is a shortage of zinc. Um, I will have asked the person uh, to give me an indication of what they're eating and also supplementation and so on. Um, so we need to have a picture of, of that person. Um, we will also look for, because very often on a hair tissue test, you'll see elevated zinc. And you have to ask the question, is that because that person's got too much zinc or too little? Is Are they losing zinc? Is it bleeding out of yes. their body yes. in response to, say, inflammation um, perhaps a, a viral yeast or fungal infection, uh, because zinc is um, an ant zinc zinc is used by your immune system to fight yeast, viral, and fungal infections. Mm. Okay, um, which in part explains why conditions like glandular fever tends to um, be more prevalent in teenagers when they're going through the growth spurt because of the need for zinc for growth and for hormone production. Okay, mm -hmm. so if, there, if there's a, a catastrophic or a, a, a dire lacking of zinc, then they that person during that spurt becomes a sitting duck for yeast, viral, and fungal infections. Uh, just a, as a little aside, so um, uh, the, we also need to be aware of whether there is the presence of, say, mercury, cadmium, lead, because they block zinc. And so if there is the presence of that, we won't just give zinc. Um, and uh, we will... I see. I see. Yeah. I apologise. You've yeah, got now. to look at the diagnosis as a whole or the testing as a whole. Okay. Because just the absence of zinc isn't go away and eat broccoli and take some supplements. It's yep. to know why. Because they could be having plenty of zinc in their diet but there's a problem of 
um, yep. lead, but your test as a whole will pick that up. Yes, correct. And, and I just um, pulled out one little item of the test, which yeah. isn't the diagnosis. Yeah, so um, just uh, you've, you've just uh, reminded me of some another point that we must make. And uh, this was first pointed out by a bloke named Hippocrates um, mm. just a few thousand years ago. And, and that is that you treat the person, not the condition. Right. Mm. So you've got to look at the whole person and not just the one thing. So if somebody's got fibromyalgia, um, you 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 and you go and chase that and then they come up with high blood pressure, then you go and treat that, and then they're getting brain fog and they're depressed. So you treat that. Um, next thing you know, they're suffering from polypharmacy. In other words, they're being over-medicated. Whereas instead, what we should be doing is looking at the whole person and uh, and and going right down and looking at how their cells are working, what's their energy systems like and so on. Are there toxins that are like lead that are blocking it? And, um, and solve those. And then the fibromyalgia might just disappear. The brain fog might clear and so on. The blood pressure might normalize. Um, uh, it's body heal thyself, um, to quote Hippocrates again. Okay. It's amazing how interrelated and complicated these things are. Some years back, I had a um, yeah. my appendix out. Mm. And a couple of years later, I started to become forgetful. I had a sore gut. I became extremely disoriented. Mm. And... Um, Four or five years on, I was disguising from my family my inability to think and to recall and to mm. remember. Mm. I got to the point where I couldn't read a news article, and by the time I got to the bottom, I'd forgotten what the start was about. I found myself in the car, driving places, forgetting where I was, why I was going anywhere, mm. and forgetting sometimes how to find my way home. I was so alarmed, I thought I've got early onset dementia, and separately to that, I had a sore gut. Well, mm. long story short, it turned out that when my appendix wound healed, a bit of my gut got caught in the wound and I had a hernia, it wasn't mm. protruding, but it was caught and inflaming my gut. I went and got the operation, bloody medical system, I had to pay for myself, which annoyed mm. me immensely. I got it repaired. I literally woke up from the surgery clear-headed. Oh my goodness. It was like I literally thought I was had it from that mm. one thing. Mm. I don't know how I got onto this, but like well the it's gut. A, yeah. It's a well, it's a very good story. Um, a very good um case. And uh, I'd be absolutely fascinated to um do a little testing on you at some stage, uh, by the way, yeah. Rodney. Well, um, I might now, do that. 
Well, uh, so if you've got, um, say, a low-grade infection going on in your gut, uh, for a start, you're going to be 24-7 uh, uh, putting toxins into your system. And uh, so that in a, that immediately is going to affect the way your brain works. It's uh, it's it's a it's it, just it a no was, brainer. It, it uh, was astonishing to me, and then yeah. from that operation over the next few weeks, I was back to normal, and I was so angry how I'd suffered, mm. literally for years. And um, so, I guess, and what you're saying is there could be an enduring issue with that. Well, um, we can always do better, mm-hmm. and as we get older we tend to move towards a state of metabolic chaos. It's called aging. Yeah. And ultimately, yeah, yeah. And And ultimately, um, we, we, we reach a point of chaos where we get systems failure. And, and that means the onset of chronic disease, age related diseases. And ultimately, um, that's going to happen to all of us. Uh, it's well, inevitable. But uh, but you can fix it or you can ameliorate well, it. You, well, well, you can't really fix it. Now, uh, so uh, if, I, if I take myself, I've been working on a philosophy of staying 20 years ahead of disease. So, look, I've got a family history of certain things that afflicted my mother and my father and my grandparents and so on uh, i know what they died from and it's sort of like oh better be careful of those but um uh, i don't worry about any of those things rodney what i do is i do my accounting and i look for where my strengths and weaknesses are where the toxins might be and then i respond and i've been doing that now for about 20 years and the results um have been absolutely amazing like it's the reason why, um, despite the history of family history of heart disease, um, I think I can claim to have the strongest, healthiest heart in the world of a 70-year-old because nobody can beat me. Okay? No. Yeah. I've got and the proof. You look, listeners can't see you, but you look extremely youthful and energetic. You're a great ad. You know how you often get doctors and they look like frights. <laughs> And you're thinking, mm, not mm. so sure, but you're a great testimony to this. I'm talking, uh, you're on Rally Check Radio. It's Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. I'm talking to Gary Moller uh, about your health, doing a stock take of your health by getting your hair tested as a good test and one that Gary's mm. experienced with. And then how you can learn from that where problems might lie down the road, which is an astonishing uh, thought just from. Uh, a simple thing like head testing. You can find Gary Moller through his blog, GaryMoller.com, or as I've just done, Precision Health Testing, all one word, PrecisionHealthTesting.com. And you would you pick up deficiencies, you pick up uh, toxins in the body, and from that you can diagnose potential reasons it's not a matter of just saying oh you're a bit short of zinc pop a pill it's oh why are you short of zinc um and the hair testing itself 
provide such an insight to a skilled diagnostician mm. that you can start positing it. What are some, can you tell us some of your great stories of clients that have come to you and experienced a turnaround? Well, first of all, I don't diagnose. Uh, oh, I better sorry. just emphasize that. Um, I apologize. Yeah, so so what we do is um, uh, we we simply are guided by the by the testing, but we don't diagnose disease or okay. um, or what have you. But we can what we can do is we can identify the root cause drivers of much of the ill health that besets us. Um, and just uh, I'll, I'll I'll answer your question in a moment. I'll just emphasize that um, most of the decrements that we associate with aging are in fact controllable. Okay, so so um, disease is not inevitable. Um, we have got something called genes. It's your God script. Your genetic code is your God script. You are genetically programmed to move towards a state of perfect health. And to stay in that condition until around about, say, 110 years of age. Mm -hmm. If disease begins to set in earlier, um, or if you die sooner, uh, then you have let your genetics down. Okay. Um, now, that's a concept that I really want to emphasize. Uh, your genes are your God script, they are there to faithfully serve you for at least 110 years. If you don't live that long, or if you go down with disease sooner, then you've been letting the side down. And that's a, that's a really good concept. Um, most of um, uh, our, our aging-related diseases are controllable and preventable. But the main problem is, Rodney, first of all, we don't do the right testing, and we leave it too late. Um, you if you wait until your doctor says, Houston, we've got a problem, it's too late. We need to be 20 years ahead. We need to look for the slightest hint of disease setting in. Okay, You don't wait until a cartilage is worn down to the bone. You act on it when there is still a lot of healthy cartilage there. Okay, You don't wait until your blood pressure is through the roof and... Um, and you've got real problems. No, you look for the slightest hints that something might be going wrong, and then you go in and you correct those lifestyle nutritional um, uh, imbalances, the toxins, and so on. Yeah. Mm. So, so that's a very, very important. Now, um, I'm going to be publishing an article very shortly. I've, I've got permission from uh, from the the person involved. Um, it's very. This is a very common issue that we're seeing nowadays, and that is heart issues. There's been an explosion of heart issues over the last three years. Surprise. We know why. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, um, and so it's almost once, twice, three times a week, somebody will approach me with heart issues, like um, uh, the like pericarditis, myocarditis, um, uh, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, in other words, the heart getting weak and 
swollen and floppy, you know, these sorts of things. Um, and um, and again, we have to be asking the what are the root causes um, causing, say, the inflammation, um, the weakness, the um, the 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 flaccidity of the muscle, the heart muscle, or the arteries, or whatever. And we can do that by doing this kind of testing, um, figure it out, and then we do the appropriate um, interventions nutritionally, um, usually uh, working uh, in combination with the medication the person may be on. Um, now, I'm going to be publishing an article showing somebody with um, apparently irreversible, untreatable, progressive um heart failure and pericarditis, uh, who as of now has got um, normal heart function. Righty? And it's just by body heal thyself, identifying wow. these where the imbalances are. You see, like I said, you know, um, you're genetically, all of us, our genes are programmed to move us into a state of perfect health that's what they're there for and if that is not happening it's because we've done something we've poisoned the body um there's deficiencies you see you can't build a strong healthy heart out of thin air you've got Mm. to provide the nutrients and you've got to figure out what nutrients are deficient or maybe there's too much another principle in nutrition is the Goldilocks zone. Not too much, not too little, just right. Just because, well, we mentioned zinc. Just because zinc is good for you, it doesn't mean giving a whole lot more zinc is going to make you even better. Mm. Mm. It's a mistake like athletes do. Creatine's great for athletes. So, hey, uh, these young blokes, they'll pile in it by the bucketful or the protein by the bucketful it doesn't mean that a whole lot more is going to make them a whole lot better. It's all about Goldilocks zones. And again, a good gardener knows that. You've got to get those balances dead right. Not too much lime, not too much nitrogen, just right. Okay? Makes good sense. I wish I'd known about that when I planted my pernatos because it turns out I think I over-nutritioned them. Um, Oh, (laughs) Gary, you are... Hmm. Wonderful. I met you for the first time at the parliamentary protest. Yes. And it was wonderful to see you there and wonderful to be introduced to your network that you had developed um, at that protest. And it's been wonderful to get to know you over the time since. I have to say, learning about what you do has been amazing to me. I had no idea, you know, and I had an idea that, yes, my diet could be tweaked and my diet could be improved uh, always because we're lazy. And we tend to want to bury our head in the sand when it comes to our health. But it's a wake-up call to talk to you and to say the simple thing of taking a stock take. Hmm. Because the thought of living another 40 years is a lot more attractive than living another 10. And that's so long as it's in good health. Oh, yes. So long as it's in good health, Rodney. Yes. 
Well, I have been talking to Gary Moller. I think it's amazing. I have had experience with a family member of the hair testing, and it was amazing, not through Gary, but with another practitioner, and it was amazing. And over months, the turnaround dramatic. This was a case of chronic fatigue, Gary, hmm. and a perfectly healthy person. And the hair testing came back like bleached out. Hmm. Up the diet, in particular, the gut health, no looking back. And um, had been to doctor after doctor after doctor. Couldn't explain that chronic fatigue. Hmm. So I am, if you like, have experienced that at a family level, and so I know of what you speak. And I had never occurred to me that I should be doing the same because I sort of feel okay, but you've reminded me that this might be a good thing to do. Gary Moller, you can find him at garymoller.com. You can find him at one word precisionhealthtesting.com. Uh, all round good guy, all round lives what he preaches the healthy, fit lifestyle. Oh, my goodness, he's an inspiration. It's wonderful to have you on. Thank you for your time, Gary. Um, I will be in touch. You're on radio. Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Remember, please, send me a text at 2057. Email me, inbox at radio. Aren't we blessed with all the great people that live in New Zealand that we can interview and learn from? Hmm. Thank you for tuning in to RCR Reality Check Radio. If you like what you're listening to, just like what you're listening to. Either way, we want to hear from you. Get in touch with us now. You can text us with your message to 2057. That's 2057. Or email us at inbox at realitycheck.radio. We would love to hear from you. So connect with us today.